Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Anime Club is back online. Uh, we're kind of uh, switching things around today, but I'm Wendalian, and with me is Bal, Roar, and Miku. Guys, thanks for showing up and um, giving of your time. Also, want to shout out to everybody who is in attendance or listening to this later on. Um, so, uh, switching things up this week, uh, Bal's going to be taking over hosting, so I will pass it on over to him. How you doing, guys? I'm all good, I'm all good. Thank you for the introduction, as always. How about you, Mickey? I'm doing alright at the moment. No, no complaints here. We should also point out that today we have Matoka with us, our resident manga expert. So. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming, Moto. No problem. And as always, we have raw moderating. So if anyone is listening in or does join and listen in, and you want to ask any questions, feel free to type it in, and raw will read it out. So that's the first part of, the, of today done. So hello. So first question: Has everyone, as we're reviewing Cowboy Bebop, I know Matoka, you've only watched the movie, but has everyone else caught up and rewatched? At least the first three episodes. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely brilliant. So we've got the poll that was just posted asking the question. So jump on in and tell us if you did manage to watch it, if you're <laughs> listening in from elsewhere, or if you're listening on catch up. And um, so we'll jump straight into it. So as always, if you do jump in, please make sure your mic is muted, um, and. Just tag us or tag Raw if you wish to ask a question or comment. Um, other than that, we will go straight in. So, as per normal... So, sorry, guys. Just as a quick interruption, I, I dropped the poll in the wrong chat. So, uh, please just resubmit it in the Anime Club polls chat. <laughs> yep, I saw that. Thanks for that, Raw. <laughs> First thing I've done and I did it wrong. Sorry, guys. <laughs> So, Always on my first time hosted as well. Fantastic. <laughs> so should we review um, the kind of overview of Cowboy Bebop? I think that's a very good shout. Um, I'm going to, first of all, as this was your recommendation, Wind, Yep. and um, I'm going to let you talk about the general synopsis of it, the, the theme of it, and then we'll go from there. Uh, okay. So Cowboy Bebop is a... Uh, 26 episode anime series uh, that was uh, written by I think it's pronounced uh, Kaiko Nobumoto and uh, produced by Sunrise Studios I believe it was also uh, 98 when this came out uh, licensed by Funimation in North America I'm not sure who did the licensing for uh, other regions and it was also as I said a 26 uh episode or sessions as they call it um series with a feature length movie occurring between episodes 22 and 23 and the overall premise is that um space travel is now uh, commonplace and they use these um hyperspace gateways to get around and uh, one of them failed around earth at some point and uh, caused a lot of havoc there. So a lot of the other terrestrial planets uh, in our solar system had been colonized, Mars in particular. And um, 
the a lot of crime syndicates had started moving out towards these other planets, so the Space Force uh, police kind of um, decided to allow bounty hunters or cowboys, as um, they've been nicknamed. And our uh, protagonists all ride around in a ship called the Bebop. It's an old fishing ship owned by one of the protagonists, and um, that's kind of where things get started. That's a very, very good opening. I've just realized that we haven't posted the poll just yet for the next anime, which we normally do at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, let's, so, let's um, get that out. So before we go in and jump straight into the polls and our ratings of things, there might be some shocks today. Just a heads up. <laughs> um, Rod, do you want to post the poll? And we'll, we'll leave it open for the next anime that we are going to be watching. Sorry, I was on mute. Um, yep, there is. I've actually got a few of the other suggestions that were mentioned last uh, month as well, which was Demon Lord Academy, Reincarnated in Slime, and Ghost in a Shell. So I'll chuck in Made in Abyss as well. And Who recommended each one, if you don't mind me asking, Rob? Do you remember? Um, I'm pretty sure um, Demon Lord Academy was recommended by Luthi. Reincarnated as a slime. Can't remember. That was in chat. Ghost in the Shell was one of us. I think it might have been Miku. Was that you? I think it might have been Matoko. It was Matoko. But, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Matoko. I knew it was someone who was in attendance. My apologies, Matoko. That's right. It was you. He goes, I, uh, Matoko said he was also behind the slime. Uh. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. So I'm dropping it now. No worries, you can only vote for... You can vote for more than one. So if you want Slime and Ghost in a Shell, you can vote for both. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so we'll keep this open for the entire of the podcast. Um, at the end of the podcast, we'll come back to it and decide what we are watching. So feel free to part, cast your votes at any point. Um, and let's move on to our review of, well, our spoiler-free review of Cowboy Bebop. So... Once again, Rod, do you want to jump in and post the first poll? Uh, yep. Are you happy with artwork? Um, I think artwork's a very good place to start. And if for this one, why don't we jump and speak to Miku first? Sure. So I'm going to give this a four. I think the ship designs are great i some of the character designs are better than others but overall i think most of the char- the characters you meet throughout the series are pretty solid um the space tech they put out looks suitably beat up if if you know what i mean it's it's one of those ones of you the world feels very lived in in the you have Places like the first episode starts where you're like in Tijuana, which is this incredibly rundown, underutilized area. Later on, you'll be in a, a planets that are more um, well looked after by the government of the area and their bustling utopia sort of seeming areas. I think the overall design of the show as a sci-fi is very, very good. 
Yeah, it definitely nice. is more Firefly than Star Trek. Um, it looks very lived in, like you said. Um, yeah, well, it, it's one of those ones where it feels like if watching Firefly after watching Cowboy Up, it feels like you can see entire conversations lifted from Cowboy Up for Firefly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, it, it, and also, it's it's dirty and gritty in the right places. Like, um, for instance, uh, Spike's um, little fighter ship. He, um, you know, it has dings and and burn marks and that kind of thing on it. But then like the little police ships that'll run around are like all pristine. The other one is like his ship, even though the outside is like dinged and stuff, you tend to see that he tries the the sort of actual engine and parts of it are kept mostly pristine. You can tell like they care for the actual mechanical parts, but sometimes the appearance doesn't matter that much. In as a character trait for for them. Raw, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I don't know, man. It's very the artwork is very Ghibli almost. I thought in a way that it was very odd, but then again, it's pretty old anime, right? So it's not made in the way that current anime would. I did, at first, the artwork was a shock. Like, I would have said, oh, it's probably a three. But then it kind of grew on me. So I can say probably closer to a four. So I'd be pushing a four. I'd definitely go closer to three in compared to other anime, which is out there now nowadays. I'm going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum for most of these, I think. Um, and I'm being, I, personally, I think I'm being polite in giving it a two. Um, I think a lot of it's badly drawn. Um, I, although the characters are drawn distinctively, so you know who they are, um, they're almost taken, they're almost very generic. You've got big, strong guy, you've got um, surprisingly nimble guy, and they all look exactly how, if you described over the telephone to someone, that's exactly how you'd describe them. I really don't like the old style animation either, which doesn't help me with liking the artwork, to be honest with you. So, um, so I'm I'm going to be on the very low side, and I'm being polite for my rating and saying that it's a two. I actually think it might be one of the worst worst looking animes I've ever seen. Um, so. I get the feeling Bal doesn't watch a lot of. Not good looking anime. <laughs> uh, you, you might be right. You might be right. I, I may be a bit of a snob when it comes I, I to. Fe- I feel. I feel you just haven't watched a lot of anime from the sounds of it in terms of how you're describing the artwork. But, do you know the problem that I have? Because we, we've discussed this a little bit. And because I think artwork and animation go hand in hand. And I purposely rewatched a couple of episodes this morning based on us having a really long conversation about it yesterday. Um, and it's silly little things like, so in the very first two episodes, and I've only watched the first five because I literally gave up after that. Um, but in the very first two episodes, you had um, three generic looking, um, I would describe them as cowboys or old fashioned drunks whatever you want to describe them as 
And again, they just all looked absolutely crap. But then it didn't help that the animation, all of the, when they're smoking, the smoke for every single one of them moves in the same way and it's on repeat. And it's not smooth, so it's laggy, which I can appreciate from the fact it's from 1998, but it's thingy. And then I was watching the, the fan in the pub, um, in the very first pub, and again, it's glitchy. It's It doesn't move smooth like a fan would. So you can almost see each individual frame as it's happening. Aren't we on artwork instead of animation? Next, next, next yeah, topic. But I, <laughs> it's a mix, yeah, it's a mixed topic, but I think it kind of one besets the other, so to speak. So if something moves badly, then it looks bad. And that's what that's what my thought process with it was. So for me, it's very difficult to say that the artwork is good and then the animation is awful. And I think actually both are pretty average at best. Um, uh, does... But I am comparing it to animes from this era, which maybe I'm being a touch harsh. But I've got a base it based on when I watched it, not based on when it came out. Mm-hmm. So, so is, that's wait, has Wind had a statement on this yet? Not yet. Um, I was waiting. So, um, I'm rating the artwork as a four, and for a lot of the same reasons that actually Bal mentioned. Um, so, I think that character design wise, um, it. Yes, you can tell that Jet is the tank of the group, and that Spike is the the one that is um, much more nimble and wiry because he's drawn that way, and you don't need a whole lot of um, you, you don't need a whole lot of I guess experience with their characters to just see that that's what they are. Um, the spaceship artwork I, I think is very well done. Um, especially, and again, this is, uh, this is in the era of hand-drawn anime. So, um, you know, I, I like that. And once we get into animation more, uh, I'll, I'll get back to that, but, uh, for some of the same reasons that he was talking about as well. But, um, yeah, as far as artwork goes, I think that, um, it was very well done. The three, the three buddies that, uh, built everything that they keep going back to. I, I think he, I think they're like the cabbage merchant in Avatar. That is always. Good I love those guys. <laughs> so, those are, they are they are such a good running joke. Yes, I love it. So, um, and they are also drawn to be like that. They've been, you know, road hard and put away wet, and you can just see that when you look at them. Um, so. I, I I rather like the artwork. I, I think it tells a tale on its own, uh, without even without context. Um, Makoto's yeah. actually Makoto's actually jumped in. He's rated it a three, um, and the context behind that is he said it's a very a- average look. It's not a true anime for him. Um, it could have been made by some American company. And but that was common back then with um, gunsmith cats, etc. Yep. Um, he said, I think one of the problems back then is that a lot of anime wanted to be more American, and so therefore the classic anime was put aside when they tried to do that. Um, and I think he makes a really good point here, and and so did you win with yours as well. I think it, it's done well, but you've got to remember the audience that it was also trying to address back in it. Anime wasn't a common common ground back then, so they're trying to get people back to, into it as well. So I think that's done well, like horses for courses. There's a reason why 
it was far more popular in America than it ever was in Japan at first. It's one of those ones where it became popular in America because of a lot of factors, and then its popularity in America spurred the Japanese networks to put it back on telly, which eventually made it popular in Japan. And America at that time was a um, a very up and coming market for anime. Um, you know, they were they had finally realized that there was a there was a, a outcry for it over here that people wanted it, and so you were getting more and more titles licensed over here. And I think they were starting to, you know, see some financial gains from that. Are we happy to move on to music? Yeah, and here's where mm-hmm. I'm really going to beat you over the head. <laughs> <laughs> Tag team. Right. I'm, I'm, I think we're going to. I think I'm going to start with Raw for this one. <laughs> so, Raw, give us your thoughts on the music. Oh, why do I always have to go first? Um, I'm as a kid, I was probably more a jazz fan, <laughs> jazz fan. Now I haven't gone all. To be honest, I haven't watched the full series yet, just because I haven't had time. Um, I thought that the I do like the intro; it's pretty catchy. Um, I find that jazz in the middle of a fight isn't always contextual. And sometimes it fits and sometimes it doesn't, but it's just because it's different, you notice it. And I suppose a lot of the times when I like a music soundtrack is when I don't notice the music at all. And then later on I hear it and I think, oh, what was that from? That's really good music. The music stood out for me and because it's different. So... I'd probably rate it probably a three. The music's good. I'll rate it a four. Music's good, but it's just not normally my style. But I'm not going to downvote it for that reason. Okay. No worries at all. Now we will... um, I think maybe for this one, maybe I need to go before Wind so that you can tell me off. What what do you reckon, Wind? It's up to you. (laughs) You're running the show. (laughs) Right. So for me, I'm actually going to... I'm going to give it a three. Um, And I I almost want to split it off into two categories here. So, as an example, I absolutely adore the opening and the closing theme tune. But I hate it for this anime. Because to me, the theme tune is a perfect theme tune for a a spy show or a thriller. Not so much for a cowboy hunter. Um, or for a bounty hunter or a space cowboy. Um, so again, for me, the issue that I have with the whole show is if I listened to the soundtrack and I didn't know it was from the anime, I'd be like, the music's really great. But I listen, I watch the anime and I go, this just doesn't fit. And a little bit like Raw, uh, I quite enjoy a bit of jazz, actually. I'm, I, I do, one of my favourite films is Whiplash, which obviously is very jazz-centric movie. Um, But what I really didn't like was the placement of all the jazz. And I haven't got to the point. I think, when did you say that on episode six or seven that the music becomes, there's a heavy metal episode and the music changes throughout the series. Yeah, there's uh, the heavy metal queen, or I think was the name of the episode. Yes. So I haven't got to that point, but um, 
it does. I don't know. It just feels as though the music is for for a different anime. So it sounds really great. It just doesn't fit in with what I'm watching. And it a little bit like Raw, then it makes me feel like I'm noticing the music and it's taking me off of the actual show itself. Um, so I will say, I, when I first watched it, because I've rewatched the episodes a few times because uh, I kept falling asleep. Um, whenever you watch it, the music does get better the more you listen to it. So um, uh, to begin with, I thought it was one of the worst mu- pieces of music in terms of how it fit in with an anime, but it has got better over over multiple viewings. So that's my thought process. And with that, we'll move on to um, Wind. All right. Well, I guess I'm not going to beat you up as, as bad as I thought because I thought you were going to really downgrade it. Uh, three's a good score as far as I'm concerned, but um, I am rating it a five. And I am rating it a five because... Um, I think that uh, Tank and Real Folk Blues are, uh, if not the, one of the best intro and outro bits of music for anime that I've been exposed to. And I actually enjoyed the, um, especially like during chase scenes, uh, fight scenes, that sort of thing, um, the uh, the music that, that was played. Uh, did I notice it? Like Roar said, yeah, I did. And usually, um, uh, I'm kind of on the same page where if I don't really think about it or notice it so much, that means that it's perfect for, um, you know, the scene that it's in. But in this case, um, I enjoyed it well enough that it wasn't a distraction for me, even though it was different and I did notice it. But, um, yeah, that's, um, kind of where I'm, where I'm coming from. I, I think it's some of the best, I, I think it's one of the best soundtracks ever put to anime. Um, Matoko, do you want to say anything about the music? Obviously, I know you've only seen the films, so. No, I don't have much input to that. <laughs> no worries at all, in which case we'll move on to Mika. Um, so I agree wholeheartedly with Wind. I think uh, I'm sitting here and I'm still having all of the incidental music for different chase scenes in different episodes play out in my head if I imagine the episode, which I think is a really important factor for, like, I get the, f- I can recreate the feeling of different episodes when thinking about the music. And it also is like one of these ones where there's a really good mix of like diegetic and non diegetic songs, uh, music in the th- thing. So, like, Heavy Metal Queen, as we referenced earlier, almost all of the music in that is actually in setting because of the titular character who changes up the music style by appearing in the show. Whereas, like, the chase scenes and stuff, the, the jazz for them uh, is, all, is like, very much a, this is a felt, this is the, the score sort of thing. And I quite like the mixture that's there. Um, part of my reason for rating a five is that there are certain songs and ser- that play with certain moments within the series that I can think of, and they still like make the hair stand up on my arms. Well, that's always a good like, sign. How perfect those moments are, uh, and because of that, is one of the reasons I ended up buying the full soundtracks for the- for the entire series. Yep, I did as well. Just right. to have access to it. Um, one of the issues I have is like the 
the music stuff at the beginning is a little bit more um, subtle. The, can it's I, like can I blues into stra- into honky tonk. Like, isn't as big a change as you get later, where you're like uh, shifting into heavy metal and then into like a, a ballads and eulogies and stuff. Okay, so Sorry. can I ask the question? Is this one? Is this one of them ratings where if you had only rated it based on the first three episodes or the first five episodes? If I was rating based on the first three episodes, it would probably be a three. My my right. issue is like I think the music at the beginning, like the opening end and ending of the series, is amazing, but the music, the interstitial music in the first three episodes aren't anywhere near as good as they get later, because I think. Uh- I'm of the opinion that Yoko Kano's best work is actually in the latter half of the series, when everything with the emotional impact starts to happen of all the of all the plot threads hitting everyone. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with that, and the I'm I'm even willing to say that the first four episodes are um, are very much get your feet under you, get your characters introduced, you know. They're they're not yeah, they're, the, they're not out. the strongest episodes. They they serve their purpose, um, but um, the show really doesn't take off until you have the full crew, and um, and they're out doing their out doing their thing. So um, and music wise, I'll I'll say that uh, I think it gets better as the as the series goes along. Can I can I ask the question because one of the areas that made me really dislike the music on the first time round. Um, was the I think it's episode two, um, and it's the dog chase when they're chasing the dog. Sure, stray dog. And the song for yep. that is absolutely awful for what I'm watching. Sure. And do you the, know what? And, the, and that's the dog chase. I... Kind, the dog chase maybe needed Benny Hill music. Is <laughs> is the thought you're looking at there? Honest to God, I think <laughs> if you if you'd played circus music at that point, it would have been better. I I think that's. <laughs> That that is my, in my my case the weakest episode in the entire series. Yes. Yeah. I, okay. I, if it, it has it has a problem, that's one of the reasons I would have downgraded on the first just the first three episodes. I would have gone two grades lower because episode two is I have in the past decided to skip it at points when I've rewatched because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest eh. with you, I rewatched them today. I watched episode one. I got halfway through episode two and I just skipped straight to three. It was a, it was grating on me. That was it, it, okay. it was really. It. I'm I'm going to interject here. I'm I'm voting this on the first three episodes because I haven't had a chance to watch it all yet. I've had a lot of recommendations to watch this show, so I will watch it all the way to the end. And I like the whole context of the whole space. I love that. Um, but then my votes are probably going to be a little bit lower because because of that, I'm voting on the first three episodes. And it, like like Black Clover. If you'd only watched the first ten episodes of Black Clover, you would hate it. Yeah, so, I gave up on Black Clover after the first, the beginning. Right. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, I, I'll yeah, stick yeah. through anime, but I'm voting this. My, my votes are going to be skewed because they're on only on the first three at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's episode. that's fair. Yeah, you can only but, vote on what you've watched. Yeah, mm. no, that's absolutely perfect. Right, shall we move on to animation quality <laughs> as we spoke about artwork? <laughs> <laughs> um, just with Makoto uh, Matoko, he also mentioned that um, it's not traditional, so it wasn't really his um, his cup of tea. My so, words. Seeing, so so far, our reviews have been a little bit marmite, so to speak. <laughs> Some people like marmite. Little raw yeah. does. 
<laughs> right. So let's move on, in which case, to animation quality. And for this one, we will go to wind first. All right. Well, so uh, this kind of, as you said, ties into um, the artwork, and I'm rating it a four. Um, There are instances, like um, Val mentioned, where uh, you see some things go and repeat and that sort of thing. Uh, I don't think that that was all that uncommon at the time, but certainly um, less noticeable, even though it's still done uh, today. But at the same time, this is where I think that the character design really plays in well. When you have a fight scene uh, with, say, Spike, and um, he's in the majority of them, and his character design and the way he's drawn lends him to the fight scenes because it's easier to animate his long legs and arms um, in the fight than it would be to do... Uh, a character like a Jet doing the same kind of moves. Um, this, so I think that the character designs really help with um, a lot of the animation that's done uh, it, throughout the series. Um, that's kind of my take on it. Uh, rated okay. it a four. Mickey? I have to agree with most of what uh, Wynn said. I like the smoothness of the combat and the there feels like there's a weight in the scenes where they're animating all of the like ships and things like that and um, machinery. Uh, the stuff that Bal had talked about before we got to the section, like this, the smoke and things like that, are all nowadays taken taken uh, done by like a computer program. Yep. Whereas these sort of things were like common cheats because somebody is having to hand draw panels of smoke and things like this. So I feel that having context of the time and watching that sort of stuff, those sort of things don't bother me because the amount of effort that goes into making something like this compared to what goes into making those sort of same effects nowadays is night and day. So you can almost understand why like some of so those effects, have, if they're not the... central to the scene, or cut cor- or corners are a bit are a little bit cut, and you so focus mainly on the based on focus. the understanding of a, of the time, so to speak. Yeah, uh, it, it's one of those ones of the actual animation of the main fight scenes or the movements of the characters and the machines that are the focus of frame are always really good, but you can see the cut corners on stuff that don't expect you to pay attention to because it's not the f- the focus. No and worries. At the time, that was a very common practice because of how how time intensive those little things were to actually animate. Raw, how about you? I think he's still on mute. Um, there we go. Yeah, actually, the animation. I had no issues with this anime. I think a lot. Uh, so, as I've mentioned in the past, I'm. I love seasonal anime, and one of the issues with seasonal anime is they love automation, and so they use a lot of computer graphics. And sometimes you can get like really great anime, and all of a sudden it cutscenes to something like Ruby standards. If, I don't know if you guys have seen Ruby, but um, that's the women with the man seen. hands. I've yeah. only seen the video, the H Bomber guy video about Ruby, not actually watched oh. Ruby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually a good series. The storyline's good. 
but the animation is horrendous. Um, and th- that's kind of like what happens in seasonal anime. And I actually, the bit that I liked about this, um, this anime was that you can see that they've spent time on it. And that's because it's obviously older, so man-made, handmade, attention to detail where it needs to be. Um, so there were some things which are clunky and you look at it and you go, yeah, well, it's just old. Um, which means that, you know, they weren't, they didn't have all the same best practice stuff that they had. But one thing that annoys me in the current anime is the glitchiness of the automation. And because this didn't have that same sort of computer graphic stuff, um, this didn't have it. So that's something that I did enjoy. So I'm going to rate this four. Move on to me. Great fun, this. <laughs> um, again, this was very close to a one. Um, I think if you're going to go based solely on the fight scenes, I'd maybe give it a three. Um, but the problem I had is that every single scene, there was something that I would look at that was just grinding on my eyes. And um, whether it was smoke, whether it was a fan, whether it was the way he moved, and even during the fight scenes, it very much felt like a flip book. Um, and I just couldn't help but notice every time the frame changed, I was seeing it. Um, and so I, I almost would prefer to read the manga in this because if I think that with the manga, I'd get the story without losing the, um, without, I'm not keen on the artwork or the animation at all. So you're going to get Matoko excited now talking about manga. With the fan comment, you've mentioned that a few times, yeah, and maybe we can, can go in this in detail a little bit uh, later. I thought that was meant to be like that because it's on, like, you're on, you know, outskirt asteroids where, you know, you've got dodgy crap everywhere. There's graffiti everywhere. They obviously don't look after their stuff, and it's just hard to get access to good quality stuff. I thought things there were dodgy and meant to look like that. I, I can appreciate that, but the problem is is that a circle, no matter how broken a circle is, still moves like a circle. Um, a fan is always a circle. Whether it's a dodgy circle, it's still a circle, so it might move up and down and so on and so forth. But no, what I was seeing is it would start, stop, start, stop, start, stop on a pattern. So again, if something's breaking, you see like it's not working properly, it will be inconsistent. And then you could go, oh, okay, so it's not thingy. You don't get consistent breaks like Effectively, if something's broken, it's intermittently working or so on and so forth. It doesn't work at all. Um, so it, it just, to me, again, it was just things that I constantly noticed. Um, like, And again, I don't know about you guys, because when you watched this in English, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I couldn't find an English dub. Uh, I tried Funimation, Crunchyroll, I only had it in Japanese. Um, couldn't find it on YouTube. So in the end, I watched the Japanese, the the original Japanese. And even when they're speaking, the voice is out of time with the animation for their lips moving. And I, I, it, it just really, really, really was making it difficult for me to watch it. Um, I, I've given it a two as an overall. Um, I've, I was close to giving it a one. Um, but... I really struggle. I want to see it in English to see if it actually makes a difference because there are very few times where I hear an overall consensus that says that the dub is better than the original. But this is one of them animes where everyone I speak to says that the English dub is better than watching it in Japanese. 
I think the English um, cast is very well done. So, so maybe, maybe for me, part of part of it is being lost on on things such as that, and maybe that's what's causing my it messes, aversion to it, it a little bit. It messes me up that um, you you found such uh, details to be critical of when you were having to read the anime in the first place. And, and this is the thing. I'm very good at focusing. Like with this, I I very much purposely um, put my phone in a different room to the anime because otherwise I get distracted. Um, but I can quite easily focus on the reading and see everything that's going on. Problem I was having is I was being distracted by what was going on and not reading the anime, reading what was being said. So I was actually missing words because I'm going, that fan doesn't look right. That smoke looks a bit off. Um, that fight scene. Um, it looked like he just punched through his head, but his head was still there. Um, and I was... Well, you... That's all anime. <laughs> they love punching through heads. Yeah, I mean, to be true, fair, that's true. But um, I don't know, I you, just noticed you, it a You lot caught more slide frames and it annoys you. <laughs> yes. And, well, if you're looking um, for better lip flap uh, on the English redub, uh, I'm going to say that you're probably not going to find find it to your liking because obviously they're changing the language. So there's still some, um, yeah. The only thing is I might be less distracted because of it. Or even if I'm distracted, I might still be able to follow the anime a bit more because of it's in English anyway. And like I said, I I think um, they do a good job with it, but I mean, there's still some things that are not quite in sync. So I've had to watch it in the Japanese as well. I couldn't locate the dub. I have an idea of a way that I can access it. But, but I'm going to try Funimation and I'm going to try doing it for a VPN because I know in America that they've got the English rights to it. So, um, so I've <clears> you're not going to do that. <clears throat> that. Yeah, you don't do you're that. You're not going to do that. Nobody does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll buy it for you, Val. I'll press yeah. it for you. Um, so, yeah, that might be um, the only challenge or I've traveled to America just just for a change. COVID or not COVID withstanding. <laughs> um so yeah that's that's my thought process on it. So um I'm gonna let Wind come back and um counter anything that I've said. Well, I, I how am I supposed to counter your opinion? <laughs> I <laughs> I have my own <laughs> and um uh, so right um moving on to storyline now I'm going to go first on this one because I think that my rating is going to be a bit unfair, but it's because I haven't watched the whole series yet. Um, so for me, I'm giving it a two because there is no coherent story in the first five episodes. Um, and I can't really comment more on that because if I don't really understand anything that's going on. Every episode is something completely different. It, it's almost like um, watching an episode of Law and Order where... It's the same cast, but a different thing happens every week. It's very episodic. Yeah, yeah so for, um, the first for that reason, are... I'm, I'm giving it a two, but I have been told that like there are certain episodes that actually give you a whole story as you go through it, um, but I haven't got to that point. So, therefore, I'm a two, but I'm going to move on from that. So, let's go back to Miku. Oh, oh shut it to me first. Okay. Um... I'm not sure how to put this because I actually agree with your two rating for the beginning, for like that first stretch. Um, 
there are only like five episodes that give you the overall plot of the series. Is an interesting thing about the show, and that most of it is very episodic. It's all there are many arcs of like you have like three episodes about Jet and like three episodes about Faye, and a couple episodes about Edward who you've not met yet. Right. But most of the show is very much a here is a, a a person you meet with a problem or a bounty that has an interesting uh like an interesting backstory or something going on with it. But even some of those episodes are actually linked to the bigger whole. Um so things like that you don't notice at first is anytime you see an eye motif involved in the on on screen as a plot point is being set up tells you that that's something to do with Spike's Spike's story and such and things like there's little monikers that go this might be an episodic story but this thing here in this episode is actually tying into the overall thing I think the the plot they do have is a five but my issue is that I don't think I can give a five to for the plot when the plot takes up so little of the show comparatively okay that makes sense so i think i'm like downgrading it to a four on a i think the storyline is a five but i don't think you get enough of enough time with the story if you know what i mean and wind about yourself uh, i am also giving it a four and for largely the same reason i would have liked to have seen uh, more episodes um, about vicious and spike's um, relationship uh, and uh, felt like that that was a little underdeveloped, but overall, um, I didn't mind uh, the uh, episodic nature. Uh, but the it just didn't it didn't contribute enough to what I thought was a really excellent plot for me to give it a five. Yeah, you know, some of the episodic stuff is really good, like the stuff with the teddy bomber. If you remember that, yeah, and. Uh, I'll tell you one of my favorite, my favorite just uh, episodes for no good reason was uh, with the shiitake mushrooms. Yes, yeah. that is a great episode. <laughs> so, so. I, I I love that that is the the black exploitation episode for reference for those of you who might want to understand what he's talking about. Uh, so yeah, it was um, so and and again I enjoyed almost. Uh, universally i enjoyed just the individual episodes that didn't contribute a lot but this is a storyline category here <laughs> i mean it's a if it's just a, a, an anime that's supposed to have individual episodes then there really is no storyline but this one had one and i just felt like more of the episodes probably should have been dedicated to the overarching plot fair enough fair enough uh rule um, I'm going to go somewhere between Wind and Bell. The reason being is the episodic nature of how it goes, like the storyline. Remember, I've only watched a few episodes. I don't mind that because it's different, right? You've got this space cowboy out in space doing his space cowboy thing, right? And I actually enjoyed that because I, I love sci-fi and I love space. So it was really cool. It doesn't not everything in life ties to in together to create an overall plot. And yeah, that's great. But sometimes it's good just to have someone just doing rando stuff. 
and I liked, I was engaged with the what was going on because it was different. And that's probably, I know it's not really storyline, but there's no other category to fit this in, so I'm going to fit it in here. I was engaged because the different nature of the anime, and that was engaging for me. Yes, it didn't have a storyline. And to anchor you to, to what kind of storylines I like, Grimgar, Fantasy and Ash, those kind of storylines where they kind of build up, um, Shield Hero, those kind of things. I like those kind of anime. Um, but I'm going to rate this one probably, again, between three and four. I'll probably give it four um, just because I haven't watched the rest of the anime and you guys said it's better. So I'm going to stick with four this one. I I do quite like that you think that the when you first watch it, the first episode doesn't seem to have anything to do with the plot. But if you watch it once you've seen more of the show, you'll see that the people that the guy was running from in the first episode are actually incredibly related to Spike. That's why they take the job in the first place. Hmm. Uh, Makoto, uh, Matoko, sorry, I always pronounce that incorrectly. I'm sorry. Um, he gave it a four, four for the movie uh, because the movie uh, story was pretty good. I really like the movie story. It's it's very interesting. Yep, I liked it. Brilliant. And, so, and like um, I said, the like, movie takes place between episodes 22 and 23 of this 26 episode. Do you have to, just as a question for you guys, do you feel like you have to have seen the first 22 episodes to so, understand the movie or does it work in its own right? So I rented the movie from, uh, I think it might have been Blockbuster or something like that, when I was a kid before I had seen the show. And it was, like, it doesn't do a full, like, reintroduction to all the characters, but you kind of, the way it opens gives you a a glimpse into what kind of people they are. And it's followable without that. And the story doesn't really rely on any of your knowledge from previous sort of thing. It's just, it's one of those ones where they've taken one of the episodic stories and blown it out to an hour, to an hour and a half for a movie. No problem at all. Right. Let's um, the comments I'm getting is that you can watch it as a standalone movie. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. But brilliant. just like with anything, I think you're going to get a whole lot more out of it if you um, if you have the series as context. And um, just as a, uh, uh, I guess, a warning, if uh, you're intending to watch the entire series, I would actually watch the movie in the order that it's intended to be watched. So if you, what was that? Tell me the order. It's between, I'll pin it. So yes. if anyone's watching it back, they can it's do that. It's between episodes 22 and 23. Uh, yes, it's between Brain Scratch and Hardlock Woman, if you want. So type. 22, Brain Scratch? Sorry. Uh, I, uh, twenty. Sorry, is it not between 23 and 24? Um, I thought it was 22 and 23. Uh, I can double check. Yeah, sorry, I thought it was, because uh, Brain Scratch is 23 and Hard Luck Woman is 24, which I thought it was between. All right, I'll put that in, in Hard Luck Woman. Um, and what happens is, if you can check it, wind, and, and let us know, otherwise check the pins. The, the only reason I say that is because there's uh, changes to the characters that happen in episode 24. Which which aren't reflected in the movie, which is why I think that it is just before twenty four. Let's see. 
Right, last two categories. We're moving through this quite quickly today. So, next up is character development. Let's go to Raw first. Too soon for me to really make an assessment on this. I'm probably even not even going to vote on it. I think the characters have depth to them because you can tell even episode one um, with these closeness to the, the lady who killed... Uh, I don't want to spo- drop any spoilers. Lady of the thing that happens. <laughs> um, you can see that it, that it's affected him. And so you can see that there's character depth, but development I can't really speak to. Uh, Miku? Uh, so, effectively, uh, this show happens after all of the character development, if you know what I mean. It's one of these weird ones where, like, you, this is more about peeling back the layers that someone has built on top of, um, their original personality to, like, see who they really are inside as it goes on, rather than, uh, a building up, like, like new experience change the people it's more like old wounds get reopened to show you who this person was before things happened previously before you met them if you know what I mean yeah I can understand that and I like that as a storytelling with motif it's like um, you think you, you like find out why all the character designs are the way they are you find out why each of the characters has the personality they have when you start them. I so think it almost it's de- goes back in time to tell you why they are the way they are rather than... One of the major themes of the show is about people being stuck in the past, unable to move on from a mistake or a choice. Hang, hang on a second. Hey, Roar. Can you mute while you're typing? Yeah. Alright, go ahead. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's all, the, the entire series is about people being stuck in their past, unable to leave it, sort of watching the same events happen in their head and beating themselves up about it. And eventually, like, what what is required to force you to actually deal with that? Or do you just continue to ignore it and are never able to, like, live a proper life again? Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, and I think it's it's definitely, in my opinion, a four, because as I said, it's not in character development in the traditional sense of like action happens, pushes you in a certain way. You see how this character changes because of it. It's more of a you're having to like re-damage characters to see that they didn't heal properly the previous like previously. Okay. You kind of fall into the way I feel, but I've not watched enough to really give a, a little bit like Raw. Um, the problem that I have is that for the first five episodes, none of the characters are in any way likable. Maybe the only exception is Jet. Um, and, <laughs> and I really like Spike, I loathe. I, for the first five episodes, I just. I don't like the character. I don't like him as a person. Um, I don't like what the way, and I just don't like some of the things he does. I, th- I mentioned this to you yesterday, Miku. But I think sometimes 
the the anime is trying to be very noir without it's almost like someone's described what noir is and then the anime's tried to copy it without really knowing it like spy like swallowing a cigarette um i can't remember the name of the girl but her eating dog food and then telling the dog he has to work for it when she doesn't work for it and um <laughs> it makes it very difficult for me to even care about the character development when i don't like the characters to begin with with the exception of jet because for a big lump for a big lump i actually think he's really likable and relatable um <laughs> so but it is a little bit too soon for me to really comment because of its 26 episodes and i've only watched five but um that, that's kind of where i'm at it at the moment but it does make sense that the characters are all damaged maybe that's the reason i don't like them yet because i don't understand why they're damaged you sort of as the series go on get to see what they were like before most notably with 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 like every character apart from the one that you've not met yet you can you get to sort of learn why they're kind of assholes if you know what i mean as a defense mechanism yeah i mean i i like jack just because he cooks so that made him a lot more likable to begin with um but he's also the only one that takes care of the dog at the at the beginning so you know like yeah points. yeah whereas and again that Spike, changes. on the other hand is an absolute yeah spike to begin with is horrible to that dog um so again it's very hard to like someone based on the first, when you see the first five episodes in isolation so for now i will put my rating in but a little bit like roar i think i'll wait to put my rating in until much further down the line and then i can make a decision whether the characters grow on me if that makes sense um, Matoko has said that um, he finds that it confusing because it's not a traditional anime. Um, and so if it were a cartoon ranking, he would he would rank it a, between a four and a five for character development. However, issue, he does find the whole ordeal confusing. The issue is it is a traditional anime in the way it's actually made. In yeah, terms it of, is like, more like a story. cartoon in a weird way. But... It does fall more into that cartoon category for the way it runs, rather than rather than a traditional anime, so to speak. I might get killed for saying this, but anime are cartoons. <laughs> cartoons <laughs> are anime. You're not gonna get killed for hey, in Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're a particular style made in Japan, but um, there's less of a plot to most cartoons. There's very fewer cartoons where you have to watch episodes in order. And for me, it didn't feel like I had to watch this in order, in order to to understand it, so to speak. So, um, so you mean the fact that it's episodic makes it feel more like a a Western production? Yeah, yeah, more like a. I mean, the best way I can describe it is if I watched the twenty seventh series of The Simpsons, or the first series of The Simpsons or Family Guy, or American Dad, or any of the very Americanized things, it really makes no odds whatsoever what order you watch them in, because of the characters are the same all the time, and you're watching based on the fact that they're just a typical family, so to speak. So in, in, that argument, would you, in that argument, would you agree that something like Avatar is anime, then? I, I think Avatar is... A, um, Obviously, it's not made in Japan, so it can't be classed as anime, but 
Um, but if you're but looking yeah. at the storytelling style, then something like yeah, I, Avatar I, or something like that is. I think anything where for me anything cartoony that you have to watch in in an order feels more anime than anything that you can just pick up and and not having watched an episode before you can pick up and you can just jump straight into it. Um, so, so I've I've made the I've I've made the argument before that. For example, Archer, which is one of my favourite cartoons, um, you have to watch it in order to understand it. It actually feels very anime to me, even though the art style is very American. Um, whereas American Pie and Family Guy and that, you just watch whenever you feel like it, and it really doesn't make a difference. And see, I so, think so uh, there were a lot so of... would you argue... Sorry. Uh, I, I think there were a lot of episodes of Avatar that were just episodic. But, mm-hmm. uh, again, I think they also hit the right balance between just episodes that did character development or that sort of thing and uh, episodes that actually contributed to the overall story arc. So my alternate question then becomes, would you say that something like Azumangadayo, which is a short um, where there is theoretically a plot behind stuff because the seasons change, but you don't need to watch any of the episodes in order to get them. Would you say that's not anime then, despite having been made in Japan traditionally by a Japanese studio from a manga? Yeah, it's a very tricky one, isn't it? Because of it is an anime, obviously. The pure definition it is definitely an anime. But I, I don't know, one feels more in the style than than the other, so to speak. So, um, so. Sure, it's just so interesting that, just that be like... based on everything that I've watched, most mm-hmm. of what I watch is um, is a series that you is like plot order. focused. Yeah, and I very much like that. So again, I focus a lot on that when I'm picking things to watch and so on. I want I want to grow with the story, and I want to know from the beginning to the end that there is a path that they're undertaking, and I understand where it's going. And and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. even in real life, so to speak, I don't really like your in in like real series, like live action series, and so on and so forth. I really don't like things like Law and Order or NCIS, where you literally that it's just a bunch of detectives and they've got a specific plot this particular week mm-hmm. um, that they're dealing with. And occasionally you might have something where they're in a relationship together, so you have to watch it in order for that little relationship arc. But for the most part, there's nothing more to it than sure. You need you need the the overall plot to be much more heavy on a series, rather than being like the light touches of, as I mentioned, like the first episode has something that you don't know is a major like plot thing, but is a setup for. It's like a setup when you look back and stuff like that. This was the thing that really confused me because when I, the first episode, obviously, so he's a bounty hunter, and the first two characters are um, spraying something into their eyes to make them like juiced up and basically steroids of some it's, kind. It's drugs, yeah, it's drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so I thought when I watched it, I thought, oh, so this is the plot of it. This is effectively this is the start. So. These are drug dealers, he's a bounty hunter, he gets intertwined with these, and then from there it builds and builds and builds. And then straight from that, and I didn't mind the first episode, there were lots of areas that I wasn't keen on, but I didn't mind the first episode. And then straight from that, you go into episode two where they're chasing after a dog. Um, Yeah, so 
episode episode one become like share stuff with episode five as the beginning of the actual plot. Yeah, and and so that was where I kind of, for me, I I, I started to really lose interest quite quickly. Um, yeah. So so, like, so I do apologise because obviously I I know that people love episodic things. It really doesn't. Uh, most of the time, it doesn't do it for me. That's the perfectly reasonable like opinion, like feeling to have about shows. If you don't like episodic shows because you'd rather have a more set plot, like that's not that's nothing to be ashamed about. It's just uh, that's how you feel about media. Like everybody has different biases on these things. Yeah, Matoko mm. um, what... actually said um, that he has to. Or I said that he has to go and get checked because he's saying that he agrees a lot with what you're saying, Val. And essentially what you had said uh, beforehand was about the episodic nature of Western comics. He said, oh, well, anime um, and cartoons, he said, is essentially the same with manga and comics. With Western comics, they're more episodic and jump between, whereas with manga, it's more story built. Yeah. yeah, the Western comics will be like a twelve-issue run of story, and then you'll you can basically like stop after that point to switch to a different. Like you yeah. don't need to know. I mean, much. the one I think they're getting maybe... better. Um, when when you have uh, um, creators that are doing uh, comics like Saga um, over over here in the states, that's that's a really radical departure from you know uh, Superman or something like that. Uh, and, yeah. and it is very uh, story driven. You know, um, my favorite graphic novel um, that was a, a 12 issue series, The Watchmen, uh, incredibly uh, driven by um, Watchmen story. Watchmen may be the greatest. I, it's not really a comic book, is it? It's more of a graphic novel. I mean, novel. it is a comic book. It, is, it was yeah. a 12 issue series, and then they uh, threw it together into a graphic novel. And I, I'll agree with you, Bal, if you take the maybe off of it. Uh, for me, that's been my favorite, um, at least limited series of all time. Yeah, it, it, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, I, I absolutely adore it. Um, so, well, we'll move on to yourself, Wind. Uh, Wind. So, what are your thoughts? So, um, I'm uh, pretty much in uh, Miku's camp with this. I, I think that uh, character development, I th- actually think that the character that you get the most development with is uh, probably Faye. And the reason... I haven't met Faye yet, have I? Um, uh, you have met Faye. Yeah. Um, you, Faye's the, the woman from the third episode. Honky Tonk Women. Um, uh, yeah. The, sorry, uh, I keep on forgetting what her name yeah, is. Yeah, Honky Tonk Women. Um, they, yeah. uh, but uh, so uh, she's one of the regulars. And um, uh, she, uh, like the others, has already kind of had her past happen to her like Miku said, and you get episodes that kind of peel back the layers of the onion so that you can see uh, what it is. But I think as far as growth of a character throughout the series goes, I think that um, she probably gets, it's either her or Jet that gets pushed the farthest uh, in, in new development rather than just revealing all the crap that's already happened to her. Um, so uh, now I find that uh, I'm interested in what happened to those characters before and the episodes that reveal those things. Um, you know, it develops the character for me, but it's already happened to them. 
So um, I'm giving it a four. Brilliant. Right. So we'll, we're running a little bit out of time now. So um, we'll jump straight into the last category, which is your overall rating of it. So um, we'll start off with Raw. If you want to go ahead and give your rating based on what you've seen. I guess um yeah my overall rating again i haven't um watched it all so i might change this when i um after i finish it all in the next few days while we keep the polls up but i would say probably so far four i'm going to keep watching it if it was a two i'd stop watching it after three episodes so i'm going to go four and review that in in a week or two okay um how about for your Oh, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. This is out of 10. I forgot about oh, have that. You changed it? Have you changed yeah, it we did it out of 10. That's right. So okay. I'm going to rate it a 7 and continue watching from it. No worries. In which case, we'll move on to... Um, uh, we'll move to Matoko. So Matoko, you haven't... You've typed more than you've spoken, but we'll go to you. So you've seen the movie. What would you give your rating out of 10? The movie, I think I would have given like eight. Okay, that's brilliant. That's fair. Um, that's, that's brilliant. Um, let's move on to Wind. Um, if this was a five-rated category, I would give it a five. As a ten, I'm giving it a nine. Um, and because I, I really think that... Um, 10's going to have to... So, as a, as a work... I would say it's a 10, but this is overall enjoyment. And while I would rate a show like Outlaw Star um, lower in a lot of categories, um, I enjoyed watching it more. It was more fun to watch than Cowboy Bebop. While Cowboy Bebop was a superior show in a lot of ways, and I certainly don't have a problem watching it again, um, it, it just wasn't as much fun for me as some of the other anime that I've watched. So um, while I think it's a great series and I think it's something that um, anybody that's new to the game ought to watch, um, I'm not prepared to give it a perfect rating. Uh, I'll jump to myself here. Um, I'm going to be... I will give it a 4 out of 10. So... I think that's not really um, it might change if I can find it in English it might also change if um, if I manage to get through the whole series I've given it three attempts so far um, but I'm I really am struggling to get into it so at this moment in time it's a four so um, we'll move on to Miku uh, I think I've got it at a nine. I think it's one of these shows where I'm not sure if my memories of it are making it, or like it's an eight and I'm marking it a nine because of like how much I watched it when I was like a teenager, if you know what I mean. Yeah, sometimes. But like rewatching the episodes, they're still all great. It's just or most of them are still great anyway. But there are points where those things like, it would have been perfect if we'd got a little bit more of uh, Jet 
in phase story rather than in the overall series rather than them sort of being a little bit abruptly stopped to deal being dealt with. Yeah. But, but I think it's a nine. On your Outlaw Star comment, I think this is just like a much more serious well like a better story than Outlaw Star. Yes. And a much more serious show. Yes. But I do agree that I think Outlaw Star is one of these ones where there are episodes of this where I'm like there are actually depressing and i am sitting there in a funk for an hour after watching it because of how sad something was <laughs> yeah whereas outlaw was very much a long-running I, thing that's very similar I, but much more funny can i argue that if if it affects you emotionally then i would say the enjoyment level is there because you're attached enough to feel that way um mm-hmm. for example i would argue that in, in a film schindler's list it's one of them films i almost never want to watch yeah, but it's still a ten. Oh mm-hmm. no, well, I, I don't think this 10. is a ten. It's not perfect, but I haven't. It hits me emotionally every time, which is what I'm trying to say. I would rate every the time. other sort of. There was another show around the same time with a similar sort of premise that was a funnier version that just isn't quite as good. Yeah. That I would rate a bit lower because I feel this has a much more emotional punch to it, and that's yeah. one of the reasons I'm like sticking it as high as I do. And the, the okay. other thing, too, is I think that gets lost on people is you don't have to get depressed to feel something. I enjoyed no. Outlaw Star because it made me happy, and it was funny, and it was lighthearted. Yeah, I agree. It's very good. Yeah, I, I suppose, again, if we're going to move away from anime, I would argue that Guardians of the Galaxy had a very similar effect in the Marvel Universe. Um, it's a lot of people's favorite Marvel movie because of how upbeat it is, as well as being a great movie. So part part of me feels like one of the big things for this is how much you can see its influence in everything that's made today. Like but, sci-fi shows from 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 today in both like anime and live action that have taken so much from this. Do you know it's contemporaries. Do you it's know just what? impressive. I, I completely agree. I mean my name, Bao, is based on Battle Angel Alita. The com- obviously there's a lot more space involved in this, but there's a lot of similarities. Um and it's well, it's really surprising how much I dislike this when I, compared to how much I like Alita. Because of they are very, very, very similar in that you've Obviously, one's more of a story, whereas this is more episodic. But um, from what I've seen, some framing changes can alter how you see different different ideas quite yeah. drastically. Yeah. So, um, so it it really surprised me because one of the things I, I kept on men- meaning to mention and I completely forgot was that I was amazed as to how many of the premises that are in this are ne- near on identical in um, in Alita which I was I was actually really shocked by because I didn't expect... I thought this was going to be closer to, um, based on what I'd been told in the past, closer to Star Wars than to um, any other sci-fi. But in reality, it, it isn't really like Star Wars at all. Um, so... I, it's, I, much, I, it's a much more dystopian sci-fi than something like... than even something like Star Wars. Yeah, so... So yeah, although I didn't particularly enjoy it, I did appreciate a lot of the things that I saw in it are things that I've seen in other things, 
that I have really enjoyed. So sometimes, um, maybe again, another example of a sci-fi, going that this is a sci-fi, um, another example of a sci-fi where, which wasn't very good, but I loved lots of the ideas in it, was Valerian, um, which um, which was really, really badly done, but it had some really wonderful ideas that you'll probably see in sci-fis in the future and have seen in sci-fis in the past already. So... Right, so that is everything all all gone through for today. So we are meeting in a couple of weeks to go through the spoiler edition. Uh, yeah, should be. That's brilliant. And then the final question then is, what are we watching? To uh, what are we watching for the next anime club? So uh, yeah, Lord... so we current we currently have a tie between Demon Lord Academy and Maiden Abyss. So we've never had a tie before. What do, we, what do you want to do? Do you want to do like a roll and someone choose? Or should we just decide by council now? Uh, I will see. remove so my... Demon Lord Academy Demon and Maiden Abyss. Maiden Abyss. I'll remove my vote from Demon Lord Academy and I'll pull it to Maiden Abyss. Done. All right, so Maiden Abyss is uh, the next anime to watch. That's brilliant. So... Have we got anything else that we'd like to discuss before we end it today? No, I'm good. In which case, as always, uh, thank you for joining us, Matoko, um, and Miku as well, and have a good night, everyone. All right, thanks, guys. We'll uh, we'll leave you with a little bit of tank. How's that? <laughs> I think it's time to blow this. Get everybody to stuff together. Okay, three, two. Thanks, everybody. Have a good uh, rest of your day.